Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We'll start with the first question. Now, I would like to start off by having you guys chime in because you're more hands-on than me. Right? I've, I've done this uh, many, many, many years ago, but many of you guys are going through this process right now. And the question is, Akil, how to go through the course the second time? Um, sorry, but I can't be at the Monday super awesome Q&A session, but I appreciate if you have the time for this question. How do I work through the course as smart and efficient as possible the second time through? So I start off by asking you guys that question. What have you done or what would you advise this trader to do as he looks to work through the course material for the second time? And for you guys that are brand new, right? We always advise doing the course twice, right? There are the courses, I should say, what, there's six, seven, eight, I don't know how many courses there are now to keep multiplying, but there's lots of courses. Um, we always advise doing them twice, um, at least most of them twice. The first time through is just to get a kind of a, just for educational purposes, just a, an overview just to experience everything and familiarize yourself with the, the concepts, the process, the techniques, the strategies. The second time is more of a, at least in my opinion, more of like a deep dive. That's a, a bigger focus, you know, very similar to an athlete. We tell all of our freshman athletes coming in that my goal for freshman year, meaning your first year in college, just survive the year. Just get through it. <laughs> just get through it. Second year is when you start to, you kind of know the training plan, you know the concepts, you know what we're talking about. You can approach it in a, um, a much better way because you're, you're more familiar, you're kind of more locked in. So um, a few says, uh, watch, watch the relevant videos as many times as you need so that you understand it and make notes. Get, a, get clear on the rules of different sections. Uh, for example, trends, uh, spend 95% of your time practicing and not taking notes. Um, begin to focus on a strategy you like. Um, we got a few more and then practice. Yep. And a few more people typing in, but I think those are really, really good so far. Um, Hey guys, gonna be a little bit late. Got the gas man doing my boiler. Wait a minute. <laughs> and he says, second time I watched the foundation and foundation two um, and do practice on the charts. See, I, do you guys notice a common theme here? It's a common theme that all of you guys are kind of saying. Practice? We're talking about practice? Anybody Allen Iverson fans? No? Too old now? Just me? Philly kid, okay. But yeah, practice is, uh, practice is key. Not a game, practice. Practice is key. I think, again, as I mentioned before, the first time around is you get an overview. I think the second time you go through the course material, this is assuming you get it the first time. So if you don't get it the first time, I guess you probably should have never progressed through the courses if you didn't get it. Um, but let's assume you get it, right? You understand it. It, it makes sense. So obviously, you're not a master, right? You know, you're not going to, I don't think you're never going to master the markets, but you're not going to become a quote unquote 
master until you get experience. That just comes with time. But assuming you get it, I think before you start your second round of uh, going through the course material, second round of education, I think the period between round one and round two is when you need to sit down and, and now think about what type of trader do I want to be? And Lane just wrote this in. He said, I focus on a strategy that would fit in my life, spend time on charts, training my eyes. So focus on or start thinking about what type of what type of trader do I want to be? Do I want to be a, a day trader, lower time frames? Do I want to be a swing trader, higher time frames, right? We talk about writing out your life schedule and fitting your trading around your life because that's how you don't want to fit life around your trading. It won't work, trust me, because you need your, your life to produce that income for most of you guys. Um, so fit trading around your life and what you want to do, right? Freedom of time is, and again, it's not going to be the same in the beginning. Well, I did a podcast about that the other day where, you know, you've got to invest a lot more up front than in, in, in the back end. Um, but you don't want to be a slave to your charts either. You're, many of you guys are getting into trading, not just because it's a wealth accelerator, but it's, it's also in a, a way to create some type of time freedom, not just financial freedom. And that's, that's massive. I was thinking about that yesterday when I went out on the hiking trip. Something I like doing now, and this is very, very hard for me, is I like going out with no watches. Why do you think I like doing that? Why do you think it's very hard for me? For you guys that know me. Yeah, I am... I am probably, the, despite what you see here with um, coaching you guys, I am probably the most impatient person you meet. Like, it's not necessarily an instant gratification thing, um, but when I want to do something, I just do it. Like, so I'm not that type of person where it's like, hey, man, we should go to the store tomorrow. Like, if I want to go to the store, I want to do it right now. When it's time to leave, it's time to leave right now. And I'll make up my mind a second second before. I know my family probably hates me because I'm like, hey, you want to go get ice cream? Sure. All right. What are we doing it right now? All right. Everything's right now. Everything's time-based. I'm always thinking about what the next thing. And, and I, I've said this to you before. My mind is programmed where I, I never think about the present. I always think about the next thing. So I'm constantly looking at my watch saying, okay, at five o'clock, what should I be doing at five o'clock? Markets open, blah, 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 blah. Right. And because of that, you don't really enjoy it. So I've made the habit and, and or tried to develop the habit, I should, I should say. You still have your cell phone, obviously, but going out without a watch. Because then there's no temptation to look at the watch. There's no temptation to look at messages that come on. I have a smart, fancy watch, right? So I get messages and all that stuff. There's no temptation to look at all that stuff. You kind of just enjoy a timeless experience. So the other day, where it kind of hit me. We're sitting down with the family, eating ice cream, and just watching. It was a nice, nice place across from this river. And just watching the river flow. It was beautiful. And, and I thought to myself, like, I don't have to do anything right now. And that was pretty cool. Like I can just sit here, like usually in the past, I'd be like, hey guys, we got five minutes, we got to finish up, come on. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't have to do anything right now. I can take my time eating this ice cream, although I still rush because I eat really, really fast, but I, get, I don't have to rush the kids. One's running around. You can just, yeah, I can just relax. And that's very rare for me to relax just because of how I'm programmed. It's probably years of you know being involved in sports since I was four and, and having set practice times and you need to be at practice 15 minutes before. If you want to be good, you got to stay a half an hour after practice. So I'm, I'm just programmed to like this military on time type of thing. Um, but yeah, 
it's 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 relaxing and that's the the key to time freedom it's cool to achieve that and so when you're when you're thinking about your trading style you want you you want to do that uh, again it's different at first at first obviously you don't have as much flexibility but it is something you don't you don't want to make too many sacrifices in your life um for trading you don't want to have to wake up two o'clock in the morning or you don't have to take time away from family to to trade you can 24-hour market especially at forex you can find ways around it so think about what strategies fit your personality think about what strategies fit your lifestyle and then i would and i would say try to have an idea of what type of trader you want to be i said it before do you want to be day trader do you want to be a swing trader you leaning more towards trend continuation leaning more towards counter trend leaning more towards something systematic right using indicators patterns you know whatever it may be start thinking about that and once you kind of have this idea and, and while you're thinking about that you can kind of dabble through the courses again you can kind of go back and oh, let me rewatch this gartley course okay let me watch this trend continuation courses kind of see but i think it's important that you kind of figure that out i mean even spending time in the live rooms right spend time in the live rooms where you're watching jason grayson and myself trade live and because you know we do all types of stuff trend continuation counter trend we do all that stuff in the live room try to get an idea of like okay I like the way he did that. Maybe that's my type of style. And then once you figure out that style, then I think you should retake the courses for the second time with a full focus on not just learning, but learning in direct relation to the style that you want to be. So going back to the foundation course and learning about trends again and, and how market moves, but instead of just learning from it from a general perspective, being more specific where it's like, okay, well, how can I use this as a, as a counter trend trader? Because I'll tell you what, I got this question the other day about double tops and double bottoms by, uh, we're actually gonna do that, talk about that in a little bit. But uh, I got a question the other day from a trader about double tops and double bottoms and they're asking about it and they're like, okay, where, where do I enter, where do I exit? And where do I take targets? Do I, if I get a double top, do I buy it afterwards? Do I get a double bottom, do I sell it afterwards? And if I were just to ask you guys the blanket question, right? Where do you take targets on a double top or double bottom? What would you tell me? How would you answer that? Drew says close to inversion. And I mean, not you specifically, but like if you're being asked a question of how do you take double bottoms? Not you, but like in general. Andrew sa uh, Andre says neckline. We've got a few other people typing in. I would say this. Yeah. There, there's, there's no answer to that question. It's more so what Lane and, and Derek said. Lane says, I would say everyone has their own way. Derek says, whatever your rules say. Depends on your strategy, depends on your backtesting. There's no way to answer that question because guess what? Is a double top or double bottom a strategy? No, it's, it's a technique, it's a form of analysis, right? Can you use a double bottom as a counter trend trader? Can you use a double bottom as a trend continuation trader? Yes, yes. 
Can you use a double top and double bottom as an advanced pattern formation trader? Yes, yes, right? They are a technique, right? So the technique, it's not, it's not irrelevant by any means, but the, the, the technique is irrelevant by itself. Because I told you, if you trade double bottoms and double tops, every single one of them, you're going to blow money really, really fast, right? A, a friend of mine told me that he might have tried that and, you know, lost a lot of money very, very fast. So he, he uh, you know, he relayed that information to me to tell you. Because um, I remember back when I used to, I mean, when that friend used to do that, he was struggling uh, a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but by itself, they mean nothing. I don't want to say they're pointless, but they mean nothing because they're not a they're not a set strategy. So when you're learning about double tops and double bottoms, it's it's kind of pointless to try to ask these questions. Hey, where do stops go? Where do targets go? Because you're not fitting them within anything else. Right? It has to fit within a particular system. So now when you have the idea where it's like, hey, I'm going to be a counter trend trader. Now, when you go back and learn about double tops and double bottoms, you're looking at them from a very specific approach. You know that, okay, I'm looking at this from a counter trend perspective, right? So you're ignoring cases that happen in trends. You're only looking for ones that happen at say structure, whatever, or reversals. And now you have a clear idea on how to use these. Okay, so now when I get this double bottom, Stops go here. I'm counter trend, so more conservative targets. Targets go there. Do you see how it makes more sense? It's more specific. So I think it's cool when you go through stuff the second time with kind of that specificity, right? I think it allows it just opens up kind of so many more doors once you're once you're locked in like that. And now all of a sudden it turns something that was just kind of a technique that where there was confusion around because you don't really know how to use it because you weren't taught yet. You should know how to use it, but you now it makes it, oh, this is how you do that. This is how we do it. So I, I certainly think having that idea um, or making that decision of trying to, and, and you can always, you can always change, right? You don't have to, you know, after taking the course for the first time, you don't have to be locked into whatever you choose. You can always change, right? That's just no, that's always an option. Um, but I do think you should kind of have an idea of uh, at least what you want to attack first. Maybe you have different things, right? Many of you guys say that the same thing. Where you, <laughs> Tony says, start singing as well. Maybe maybe you guys have different, uh, many of you guys I've, I've spoken to have different like strategies. Like, okay, I want to do advanced patterns, but I want to do trend continuation. You're always like, Kill, what should I do in both at the same time? Right? Have a list. And you can keep going through stuff. You can go through it from a counter trend trading approach. Okay. And maybe it's like, eh, you know, maybe not. You can go through it from a trend continuation approach, right? You have time, right? I, I think if you, and, and this is one of the benefits about, there's a reason we try to encourage you to sign up for a year, right? It's not so that we can stuff our pockets with your money. But when you sign up for a year, you're locked in. Okay, it's so we can stuff our, our pockets with your money. You got me. You got me. <laughs> we would we'd actually get more money. You guys know the discount. We'd actually get more money if you just did month by month and stayed for a year. So that's obvious that's not the case. Um, uh, OG, delete that part from the recording. Um, but we like people that lock in for a year because it takes the pressure off, right? When you're doing month by month, and um, again, I did a podcast on this as well, of a person who said like he, he knew he only had three months to train before he got uh, deployed. Um, and he was kind of 
up in the air about what he wanted to do because he, he was smart enough to know that, hey, I can't learn in three months. So he's like, do I waste time getting, is it worth the time getting started now and then pausing or should I wait? Because he wanted to do it the right way and, and, and mad respect to that person. But when you lock yourself in for a year, right? You've already paid for the year, right? Is there any rush to go through the courses? So you can spend time saying, okay, I'm going to spend, you know, like we talked about last, I'm going to spend a quarter researching this. I'm going to spend another three months maybe doing this, right? And you kind of do things the right way. And as you spend more time in the market, whether it's looking at it from a counter trend perspective or a trend continuation perspective or whatever perspective, what do you get? What do you get by just simply spending time in the market? You get experience, and that's what makes you a better trader. It doesn't matter whether it's back testing, whether it's live trading, whether it's demo trading, right? Time in the market, right? One of the reasons many of you guys ask, I have a very particular eye for patterns, and you guys are asking, well, why, how come I look at patterns the way I did, right? Because I, I effed up on my back testing so many times. I did back testing the wrong way probably, probably like five times. But the result of that, right? And then this is why it's not a regret. The result of that, instead of looking at, you know, a thousand trades in the market, I probably looked at about 10,000 trades in the market because I kept messing up and having to start over. So that just gave me a massive amount of experience because I was still spending time in the market. Although I wasn't doing things the most efficient way, right? I was spending time in the market. That just helped to train my eyes massively. Same thing with running live rooms every day, right? I'm getting two, three hours of live training in the market every day. Where if I was just swing trading, I wouldn't be getting that. I can do my swing trading analysis in like 20 minutes. I'm getting two to three hours a day, right, extra of training, right? I'm getting another, what do we do, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, right? Getting another seven hours a week, almost 30 hours a month of market time experience. That helps to train. So that's my approach for taking it the second time. I, I think uh, I think the, the most important thing you do, again, this is assuming you understand the concepts the first time. If you don't, just, you know, always rewatch things until you understand it. Um, and when I say understand, it doesn't mean master. You're never going to master anything, but you, you, you get it. Um, spend some time to think about what you want your future to be. Write down what you're interested in. Interested in. Maybe dive back into some courses just to revisit and say, okay, I kind of forgot about this trend continuation things. I got caught up under psychology. Get a little reminder. And then kind of have a, you know, write out a plan of attack. Say, okay, I want to focus on this. I do want to revisit this, but let's, let's focus on this first. And then rewatch the courses with a, a different perspective and see what doors that opens up for you. I think that's the best way, the best way you can do it and continue to spend time in the market. Practice, like you guys said, practice, practice, practice. Continue to spend time in the market. Just make it into habit, putting in your routine. Hey, I'm going to spend a half an hour each night just scrolling through charts looking for whatever I'm looking for. Just, I mean, if you're on trading view, just replay mode, just scroll through. Half an hour a night will do wonders. For you.